So we need to be able to empty our cup, that unbecoming. It's a concept that we need to understand because we have established some views from society, some preconceived notions, and they hide the core of who we are. And we are taught our thoughts and beliefs through our parents, neighbors, families, friends, textbooks, society, and of course, the media. And our belief system prevents us from gaining that new wisdom. You are listening to The Limitless Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Heron. What if you had no limitations keeping you from your dream life? In 2016, I had a major tug on my heart to write a book about my story. And in the process, I learned that I had been operating with a very faulty belief system for the majority of my life. I've had a huge transformation since then. And my life's passion and mission is to teach you how to live a limitless life. Join me on this journey. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Limitless Podcast. This is Deanna Heron, your host. Welcome, everyone. This is by far my favorite day of the week, an opportunity to breathe life into myself and to breathe life into others. So I'm excited about today's podcast This is The Trap of Becoming, and in my book, I talk about The Trap of Achievement. So this particular podcast comes from The Trap of Achievement. So I'm excited to dive into this topic with you on our journey to a mindset reset. Before we get started, I want to remind you, if you're new to this podcast, welcome. And for those of you who have been with us a while, thank you. Thank you for being a part of this amazing community. And I want you to know that I'm extremely proud of you for what you're doing, the work that you are doing to become that highest version of yourself. My goal and mission is always to guide you first to knowing your truth, because a man or woman standing in their greatness becomes limitless in their impact. And what is your truth? Your truth is the human that you are created to be, the impact that you are created to make. And through this podcast, my goal is to help you find that truth. So let's get started. This is the trap of becoming, and it actually is, like I said earlier, is from my book, Unbecoming, The Journey to Finding Her. And I talk about traps that we get caught up in our life that keep us from our greatest self. So this one is the trap of becoming. So I want to read you a short story before we get started. And this is a story of a soldier. And this soldier had very high accolades and was well-respected in his troop. And he approached the general and he (laughs) eagerly performed all the bows and the salutes and, and so forth. And he just wanted to spend time with the general. He wanted to get more information on what it would take to be in that position, how he could improve himself to be in that position. But before he started to ask questions about being a general and being in the general's presence, he felt the desire to give this speech of all of his impressive achievements, all of the things that he has done since he has been a soldier, all of the degrees and the titles that he has achieved. And he went on and on and on, hoping that the general would grant his request to have some time with him. 
And the journal listened patiently to every syllable (laughs) that this young soldier was giving him. And then he offered the soldier a cup of tea. And the soldier was, of course, excited for this cup of tea. How could he refuse? Because he was extremely thirsty after this long, grand speech that he had just given the general. And when the tea was ready and the cups were set out, empty and ready to be filled, the general lifted the pot and began to pour steaming water into the cup, filling the cup. The general held his hand steady and he did not move. The water continued to flow into the cup, and eventually it overflowed over the rim, down its side, and onto the table. But still the general kept the water flowing. The water traced its way to the edge of the table and began its running, fast-flowing drip, eager to reach the floor and escape completely free and separate from the cup, failing to contain it. The soldier, alarmed and puzzled, By the lack of sight of the general rose to his feet, yelling, stop, stop, what are you doing? Can't you see the cup is full? Still, the general kept the hot water flowing. Stop, the soldier yelled. Can't you see the cup is full? You can't fit any more water in. The general calmly righted the pot and stopped pouring water into the overflowing cup. He sat down quietly, and when he knew he had the soldier's attention, he began. You are like this cup. You are filled of ideas of the world's way. You proclaim all that you know, listing everything you have learned, proud of your achievements and eager to show how much you know, and yet you come to me and ask for advice. Your cup is overflowing. Before I can teach you anything, you're going to have to empty your cup. Only then can you truly receive my advice. Emptying your cup is a concept to aid in your understanding, truly to to let the constructs of your truth, the preconceived notions and the societal views, letting go of those so that we can find our truth at the core of who we are. So we need to be able to empty our cup, that unbecoming, it's a concept that we need to understand because we have established some views from society, some preconceived notions and they hide the core of who we are. And we are taught our thoughts and beliefs through our parents, neighbors, families, friends, textbooks, society, and of course, the media. And our belief system prevents us from gaining that new wisdom. So the water just pours out of the cup, overflowing and never absorbing. Can you relate to this in your life? Can you see yourself as the soldier who wants to say all of the things that he has done and achieved and learned all of his knowledge. And yet maybe those things aren't serving you for you to become true to the core of who you are. I can so relate to this story because my journey was the journey of becoming, becoming the physician's assistant, becoming the perfect wife, becoming the perfect mom, becoming a top earner. That was my soul's purpose. That's what I thought my soul's purpose was. That was my belief that I had to become something to prove my worth. And it was the journey of really writing the book where I realized, man, I have to unbecome 
all of these thoughts, these preconceived notions to really find my truth. So what we believe is that it's in the becoming. It's through knowledge, titles, achievements, wealth. We believe that that is the goal. And here's what I want you to know. I am not saying not to achieve or not to gain knowledge or not to have a title, but it's where we put our worth. We've talked about this before. The reality is it's unbecoming the beliefs that keep us small, that keep us believing that we have to become something in order to be worthy. And it's unbecoming those beliefs that keep us small. And once we're able to unbecome those, that's where we find true freedom. And that's where we find the ultimate truth that is within. To unbecome, we have to conquer the mountain that we are here to conquer. Hear me out. You have a mountain that you are here to conquer. I've had several mountains in my life. One was my journey with alcohol. To conquer that, I was numbing the emotions and the thoughts and the beliefs that I needed to release through alcohol. It was keeping me small and in a box. And I'm sure that there will be other mountains for me to conquer in this lifetime, but most mountains are never reached because we are stopped by fear. I could have been stopped by the fear of knowing what I needed to really address in my life, those emotions, those thoughts, those beliefs what I really needed to address in my life to become that greatest version of myself. And for many years, I was stopped by that fear because I kept numbing with alcohol. Fear is a product of your thoughts. This is what I want you to know. Fear is a product of your thoughts. Danger is real. We know danger is real. And we can get fearful when we are in danger, but fear is a choice. Fear is a choice. Danger is real. Your point of power, and I want you to really latch on to what I'm about to tell you. Your point of power, the place where you have the most power is being in a place where you feel nervous, but excited at the same time. Have you ever been in that position? I've been in that position with public speaking, nervous, but I'm excited at the same time. The first time I ever spoke in public. I don't know that I was that excited. I was extremely nervous, extremely nervous. But you know what? I left super excited because I did it. So your point of power is being in a place where you feel nervous, but you're a little excited too. The place where you can walk into that uncomfortable feeling to release the fear and experience the joy from that release. That, my friends, is your point of power is feeling uncomfortable, but walking into it to release that fear and experience that true joy that you just did something that you didn't think you could do. And you walked through that fear. This is living outside the box. And this is your journey of unbecoming. It's those little tiny steps of walking into fear and experiencing joy from the release of that fear because you did something that was really scary. So fear can impact us in many ways. We can experience fear from fear of failure. I don't want to walk into this room and speak to people because I am afraid I'm going to fail. I don't want to call somebody about my business because I'm afraid I'm going to fail. I really don't want to commit to my dreams and my goals because if I commit then I'm afraid I'm going to fail. The second way that fear can impact us is fear of the opinions of others. Whoa, am I guilty of that? Fear 
of stepping out into the zone of uncomfortable of what people would think. I'm going to tell you something in my lifetime. See if you can relate to this. In my lifetime, I have done so many things that were outside of the norm. I was a physician's assistant. People didn't even know what a physician's assistant was when I practiced. So I had to educate people on that. I was afraid of the opinions of others. When I started my business in the social selling industry, that's different. Most people don't have a career in social selling. That was different, right? Because we're taught to go to college and gain our career through that, get a good job and make good money and live happily ever after. So fear of the opinions of others, most of us really, really struggle with that one, to be quite honest. It's not just in our careers, but it's in, you know, what we wear and what we do and who we talk to and making a meal that someone doesn't like. There are so many different ways that we fear the opinions of others. Another one is fear of rejection, not going into that scary situation, that place of fear, because we fear that we are going to be rejected, not making the phone call because we fear someone's going to tell us no. We've talked about that in in previous podcasts about that fear of rejection and how many times we actually hear the word no, and we get afraid of that. Fear of public speaking. What about fear of success? Fear of success. What am I going to do if I actually succeed? Do I have the tools? Do I have the wisdom? Do I have the wherefore to actually be a successful person? So fear can impact us in many ways. There's two sources of fear. There's being afraid of losing what you value. That's a huge fear. If I walk into this X, Y, and Z, will I lose a relationship? If I tell this person I don't agree with what they are saying... Am I going to lose that relationship or walking into something and you fear that you're going to lose your career or your money or your health or your title? So fear of losing something that you value. What is it that you value that you are afraid to lose? Money was a big one for me. Walking out of my career as a physician's assistant into a different space, it was money was the fear for me. I was afraid to lose that money. And of course, you guys, we have to pay our bills, right? But I needed something where I could at least make what I was making as a physician's assistant to replace that. So what is it that you are afraid to lose that you value? And then the second source of fear is fear of not getting what you want. What if I put in all my time and money into this and I don't actually get what I want? right? It's the what if, (laughs) the what if syndrome. It is a syndrome, you guys, because we can what if ourselves all the way to standing stuck and in fear and not moving and paralyzed. That what if syndrome. Most of us are so afraid of fully living and fully living by what I mean by fully living is truly standing in your truth. Most of us are so afraid of fully standing in our truth and living. We're more afraid of that than, than we are of dying. And if you're not living your truth in this life, you're truly just dying one day at a time. I've felt that for sure. There are people in this world, I'm telling you this, there are people in this world that are just waiting for you to live out your purpose and live out your truth. They're waiting for you. That was something that was shared with me when I was so afraid 
to write the book. I was so afraid. I actually didn't start the book until I believe it was three or four years after I received the nudge to write it. It was a calling on my life. And if I'm really honest, I heard it 10 years before that. I wasn't ready. But I was so afraid to share my story of the way that I grew up and the trials that I went through, etc., that it held me back. It paralyzed me. And one of the coaches that I had at that time, she told me, she said, Deanna, what if you would have written the book 10 years ago? How many lives would have been impacted? And do you know that that really was like a knife in my heart because I was making this all about me. It was at that moment when I realized I had been making this book about me and it's not about me. It's about the lives that I am to impact. You too, my friend, are here for impact. You're here for impact. And so there are people in this world that are just waiting for you. They're waiting for you to step in to your purpose, step away from fear and into your truth. And so many of us allow that fear to hold us back and that fear, it overwhelms us. It's, it's overwhelming. And we know it is not our truth. We know it. So, you know, I, I want to be really clear with you here. When you feel afraid, and many of us believe this, when we feel afraid, we feel like it's our sign to pull back a little bit. I'm afraid, so I'm going to pull back because I, I shouldn't be afraid if this is really the steps I'm supposed to take. If this is really the journey that I'm supposed to take, I shouldn't be afraid. So we pull back. I want you to be crystal clear that it is the time you need to move forward with every ounce of energy you can muster up. When you feel afraid, it's not time to pull back. It's not time to pull back. So if you could pause when you're afraid, if you can go, okay, I'm a little bit afraid to make this phone call, or I'm a little bit afraid to go to lunch with this person and ask them to be a client. I'm a little bit afraid to write this book. I'm a little bit afraid. If you could pause in that moment and instead of pulling back, if you could go, okay, this is my sign to move forward. This is my sign to move forward with every ounce of energy. In fear, if you look at any emotional energy chart out there, Emotional energy is huge, you guys. Emotional energy is palpable. When someone is happy and joyful, you can feel it. When someone is angry and sad and depressed, you can feel it. Emotional energy is palpable. So if you look at any emotional energy scale out there, fear is low-level energy. Low-level energy. And that energy is directly opposite of your dreams. And it opposes your dreams. Fear opposes your dreams, right? It makes sense because when we feel fearful, most of us want to pull back and we become paralyzed. It opposes your dreams. In my coaching programs, I teach there's two pathways at any given moment that you can choose. You can choose the faith pathway or you can choose the fear pathway. At any given moment, when you are experiencing fear, fear like I'm unworthy, that's a fear. Fear like I'm not enough, that's a fear. Fear like I'm not unlovable or lovable, that's a fear. Any kind of fear. Fear of I can't be successful, fear of public speaking, whatever that is, you have a choice. 
faith pathway or fear pathway. If you go down the fear pathway, it causes chaos in your mind, body, and spirit. No growth, no growth, no growth, no growth. There's chaos, complete chaos in your mind, in your body, and in your spirit because fear is not your truth. Fear is not your truth. The second pathway is the faith pathway. When you choose the faith pathway, you're basically walking into the fear, trusting that something beautiful is on the other side. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be hard. It's, you will have some highs and lows. But choosing the faith pathway is choosing to walk into that fear and trust that trust that there's something greater for you. It may not be what you're thinking it is, but you can trust that there's something greater for you every single time, every single time, every single time. Because I can tell you this, there have been many times when I have walked that faith pathway and what I had in mind was going to happen didn't happen, but another road appeared and I walked down that road. And guess what? There was something better for me. And there was something better for me than the road that I thought I needed to take. So choose the faith pathway. When it comes to manifesting or co-creating your dreams, fear is the opposing energy. So if you're wondering, why can't I ever get what I want? Why can't I ever walk through and, and achieve this? Why can't I live the life that I really know is there for me. Ask yourself if you're living in a state of fear, because fear is the, is the opposing energy. Fear is the opposite of expanding. So manifesting and co-creating, you need to have that faith, that faith. When you allow that fear to rule your life, you will feel frustrated stuck, confused, and often sad because you're living inside of this box instead of allowing yourself to explore the world of possibilities. That's the chaos. That's the chaos. Frustration and stuck and confused and often sad because you're living inside a box and you're not allowing yourself to explore the world of possibilities. There are possibilities for you there's possibilities for every single one of us, but you have to choose the faith pathway. You have to choose the faith pathway. So I want to ask you, is the water overflowing in your cup right now? Because you need to get rid of some of those old beliefs, some of those old thinking that you need to become something to be worthy because it's in the unbecoming of those thoughts and those fears and those anxieties and those belief systems that you find your truest self. So this week, I want you to ask yourself, where in my life am I allowing fear to rule me? Take a few moments this week and journal this out. Because if you're not aware of where you're experiencing fear, it's going to be hard to identify it. So where in your life are you allowing fear to rule me? Let me give you some advice. There will be a point as you take that faith pathway and you walk into that fear, your life will start to expand and you will be comfortable getting uncomfortable. There will be times you're like, okay, what's the next thing that I need to get uncomfortable doing? That's your journey of growth, my friend. That's your journey of growth. So number one, I want you to ask yourself, where in my life am I 
allowing fear to rule me. Number two, how can I choose to step into fear with all my might and choose the faith pathway, knowing I'm created for more? And number three, what are your biggest fears? Fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of being judged, fear of success, fear of public speaking. What are your greatest fears? There is a giant within you waiting for you to open up that box and let that giant come out. There are so many possibilities in this world for you to explore. It's going to take some work. It's going to take stepping into that fear and choosing that faith. And once you begin to get comfortable stepping into that fear, the zone of possibilities begin to open for you. And I can't wait for that to happen. I can't wait to be a part of that process and give you that high five and say, look what you've done, stepping into your truth. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is such an honor, truly, for me to be able to share bits of my insight as I have walked through every single process and every single podcast. I've walked through all of it and will continue to walk through more. I just want you to know I believe in you. I know that you're here for great things, and I'm excited to see you step into that fear and into your zone of genius. Have an amazing week. God bless. I'm honored to have you as part of the Limitless community. If this podcast has added value to you, I'm going to ask you to do two things for me. Number one, share it with your family and friends. And number two, go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Deanna Heron. I always love hearing from you. If you would love more about what's happening in the Deanna Heron world, you can go to DeannaHeron.net, subscribe to my email list, or even be a part of my private Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you.